Well, good morning, everyone. It's such a privilege to be here with you. Would you join me in prayer? Father, I pray for bread for me and for my friends. Jesus, you shared a parable that um, where we come and ask for bread, you will never turn us away empty. You know what everyone needs. Lord, I bless everyone who's online joining us. Lord, there's no degree of separation with you. I pray that your presence would come and, and fill the homes of those who are watching via Zoom. And I bless everyone who is here in the sanctuary. Come with your presence, Lord. Come, Lord. We need you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I promised Christine that I would set a timer because generally my messages run about 40 minutes. Um, I, <laughs> I will keep it shorter today. And I, I have a very simple message this morning. Uh, and at the same time, I think it's one of the most difficult messages for us. And I wanna talk about forgiveness. So, I want to ask you, just think about this, when you injure yourself, let's say you have an open wound and you scrape yourself, maybe roller skating, such as Reverend Lee over here, and there's some dirt that gets into the wound. Well, if you only put a Band-Aid on it, what happens? It starts to get infected and it cannot fully heal. So the first thing that we need in order to receive healing, especially for our emotional wounds that we may have experienced, trauma that we may have experienced in our lives, the first thing that we need to do is we need to take the Band-Aid off and we need to allow God's healing light to come and disinfect this wound. And I believe that forgiveness is crucial, is this crucial first step in taking off that band-aid and allowing God's love to come and to bring healing and to disinfect this wound that may have been festering in our hearts. You heard the, the uh, gospel reading from Matthew chapter 18 and Peter he had the nerve to ask Jesus, Master, how many times do I forgive uh, my brother or sister who hurts me? Seven? And I think he thought that was a very generous number, right? Seven sounds pretty good in my mind. And Jesus actually shocked him by re responding, seven? Hardly. Try 70 times seven. And I think it's clear to all of us that he was not giving a mathematic equation here, right? Um, but it is, it just speaks to Jesus's conviction about the importance of forgiveness and forgiving others. So what is forgiveness? Forgiveness literally means to let go, letting go. And it starts with acknowledging, and this is very important, it starts with acknowledging that an offense has been committed. Someone did you wrong, and it is therefore important for you to fully acknowledge that. 
We shouldn't try to sweep things under a rug or to minimize the offense, the hurt, the trauma that has, been, uh, that has happened to us. We shouldn't try to make excuses for what has been done to us. An offense remains an offense. That's the first important thing that I just want everyone to hear this morning. And the second one is forgiveness is a choice. It's a decision and it's a decision of our mind. God has not just given us a heart, but he has also given us a mind. And it is not that we have to feel all warm and fuzzy about the person who wronged us, and that is why we forgive them. But we basically say this, when we make a decision to forgive a person, we say, I fully realize what this person did to me was wrong, but I choose to no longer hold it against them. I choose to release you. So again, it's a full acknowledgement that what the person did against us was completely wrong. But it's our decision, our choice to say, I release you. And in this way, we release the offender to God's judgment rather than dragging them around, continually chained to them in our hearts. Just, you know, envision like, you know, you become essentially a prison guard with those people that you are not willing to release and forgive. And a prison guard, let me tell you, never has a day off. Um, it's, it's a full-time job. I also want to say that forgiveness is often an ongoing process. There are sometimes smaller offenses where you forgive a person and it's done. But there are often times in our lives um, there have been people or situations where deep, deep trauma has occurred. And in those instances, forgiveness is not necessarily a one-time thing, but it is a practice that we do over and over again, unbinding ourselves from the offender and sending them to God. So why is it so important and why was Jesus so focused on forgiveness, even in the Lord's Prayer? It's part, a key part of the Lord's Prayer, right? Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Well, what is the, the normal reaction, the natural reaction when somebody has wronged us? Our natural reaction is we want to get even with that person. But when we become, or we become like those we resent, but we become free from those we forgive. Let me read that again. We become like those we resent, but we become free from those we forgive. Many of you may have heard the saying, you know, unforgiveness is like you drinking the poison and you're expecting the other person to die. That's what unforgiveness does. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I've had that many times in my life 
where I held a grudge, where I held bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness against a person. But that person was living their life quite nicely, not even having a care in the world about what I was dealing with. And here, I was just constantly thinking about what this person had done to me. Again, it's you're drinking the poison if you hold on to this unforgiveness and expecting the other person to die, but that's not how it works. When we don't forgive, we will continue to experience our offenders as internalized tormentors and ourselves as victims rather than overcomers. We will continue to be bound to that person. And here's what I want to say, especially for those who have deep trauma, who have deep emotional wounds and are grappling with maybe childhood memories, with, with things that have been done to you that are really deep and deep and painful. Forgiveness is the first step to this emotional healing. And then it's not the last step, but it's the first step that allows God to come and shine his healing light into that area of your life. And the next step is to ask God to come with his love and to fill that part, to change the pain, to remove the pain of those memories. And that's where healing, that's where, where restoration begins. This is why Jesus came. He came to, to bind up the brokenhearted. He came to, to set the captives free. And that's the freedom that Jesus desires so much for you and for me. And this is why Jesus was so focused on forgiveness. And before I, I end, I just wanna give a few thoughts on what forgiveness is not, because I think there are a lot of misperceptions about forgiveness. Number one, Forgiveness does not mean that you make excuses for what the other person's done to you. Sometimes I've prayed with people and uh, we wanted to pray through forgiveness and the person would start praying by, oh God, I forgive so-and-so because they didn't really mean it. And I would sometimes stop them and say, you know what? Forgiveness is not about excusing what the other person said, it did. Like I said earlier, it's fully acknowledging that what the person did was wrong. Also doesn't mean that we will need to feel all warm and fuzzy about the particular person. It really is a decision of our mind. And then next, I wanna say forgiveness doesn't only come after somebody apologizes to us. Some people will say, well, so-and-so hasn't apologized, so I can't forgive him. You forgive not necessarily. Um, it, forgiveness can lead to restoration of a relationship, and hopefully it does. But the main thing is for your own spiritual health to forgive the other person, even if they haven't come to apologize to you. And some of us we are still carrying unforgiveness from people who, have, who are no longer even alive. They will never be able to ask us for forgiveness. And yet still, 
you can speak forgiveness over that person. It also doesn't mean that we bypass human courts and justice systems when necessary, but it does mean that we do not rely on them for our healing. And lastly, I want to say some people are afraid to forgive because they've been in an abusive relationship. And there's this false understanding that if I forgive that person, I have to re-enter into that abusive relationship. And it doesn't mean that. If the relationship has been abusive and toxic, you can still forgive the person, but choose not to re-enter into that relationship. That was a revelation for me because as a younger Christian, I thought I would always have to just become friends with, again with somebody who bullied me. And I've learned since that that is not the case. And I want to say at the end of my message that for some of us, the biggest kicker is about forgiving ourselves. It's sometimes the hardest thing for us to forgive ourselves. It's easier almost to forgive other people, but to forgive ourselves for the things that we have done where we have fallen short. And I want to say, for those of you who are struggling with self-forgiveness, I just want to speak that this morning. You are forgiven. That's why Jesus came. That's why he paid this price, this high price that cost him his life on the cross to bring forgiveness, to bring restoration, to bring healing. And the scripture says that forgiveness, it's like God is throwing these trespasses into the depth of the ocean. And it is as if, as if they've never occurred. Let me close us in prayer. Would you join me? And I would actually invite you, if there is somebody where you felt during my message, where I need to forgive a person, I invite you. And I want to give time for that, for you to just do that, to just speak that out. I forgive you. And perhaps even better, be very specific about what you forgive them for. So Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you, Lord, that you are so concerned with us, with our, our well-being, with our restoration. You've come to set the captives free. And so, Lord, I pray for myself. I pray for my brothers and sisters this morning. That if there's anyone here who needs to either forgive themselves or other people, that you would now come and give that time for them to just speak it out, speak forgiveness over that person. Let's spend a few moments in silence.
So Lord, I thank you for the work you're doing in our hearts. I pray this morning that heavy burdens would be lifted. I speak your peace, Lord, over areas of chaos in our lives. I pray for full restoration. Lord, I pray for trauma to be healed. I pray for emotional wounds and scars to be completely healed, to be completely restored, Lord. Only you can do that. So we submit ourselves into your loving hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.